Previously on Mystery D8. So he's just hanging out the other boat? Uh, there are a couple of them. Um, a couple? Yeah, there are a couple. They're spaced out. Uh, yeah, so uh, just you, you get escorted by these, these royal attendants, um, you know, up from from the uh, docks through the city uh, back to, to the castle and up. Um, you recognize, you know, the old the old paths you took last time you were here, some of the old corridors uh, when you ran into Rilf. Um, it can't be real, but go on. Welcome back, heroes who slayed the Wailing Spears. I can feel your success. Are you ready to turn the Horn of Plenty over to me? Last time, uh, we closed out with you giving the, the, the horn to Langerlane. So... And then yeah, we, all brace, we all curled into the fetal position, like, bracing for the explosion, turning our faces. Yeah, super right. shady. Can we, can we talk for a second about a different uh, D&D event? Sure. So, I'm very suspicious that this is hardcore a trap. Yeah. Um, and... In a non-podcast situation, uh, uh, Zach runs a campaign where I'm I'm sure that the situation we're in is not a trap, and uh, Zach's significant other, um, I don't know if I can say friend of the show, ally of the show, perhaps, uh, Top Gun, fleeting fleeting By- ghost in the background of the show, bystander of the show, she's super sure that we're about to get trapped by a curse and i'm like nah dude it's fine and we bet each other 35 cents um zach can you as the gm can you confirm who will be the victor of those 35 cents i can who is it (laughs) (laughs) he he can do so yeah, you're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna use thirty five of your own cents to get a stamp so that you can mail us some thirty five cents. Oh no! I will. I have I I, I have some uh, forever stamps, so it'll be okay. I don't need those first thirty five cents to send you the second thirty five cents. That's perfect. Um, it's okay. Then. It'll, it'll only affect Alan. Then that doesn't count. <laughs> it's fine. Sam, okay. I have a lot of stamps. If you need to borrow one, I got one all in on that USPS. Like, you know, a year ago when we all cared about that. Speaking of things we all don't really care about, what's going on, Tyler? Uh, I was going to tell you, but thankfully you told us about your massive 35 cent bet. <laughs> yeah, for your other D&D campaign that yeah. Tyler and I don't play in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, after the, uh, Bush, the Bushlight Pitmaster thing fell through, uh, <laughs> he doesn't really have money to be spending anymore. That's true. Yeah, Sam, is it okay that we announce on this podcast that you will not be NASCAR's Bushmaster? You're going to announce it on the other podcast. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Uh, Yeah, so uh, you hand over the horn to Langerlane. And um, yeah, there's no, you know, I think, Zach, you had mentioned kind of a Galadriel-esque quality, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, you know. The light gets kind of weird. There are shadows in places. There should be shadows. I dab into a defensive position. Hold on, hold on. You know well, I she can't gets dab real. Into a defensive position. I'm, you can. I'm great reflex. You can. Just let you Tyler can. say what's happening. Just let me dab into a defensive position. 
you know, she looks a little ethereal for a second. Cheeks kind of hollow out, you know, all that stuff. Um, but, uh, but it just lasts a second. And she kind of snaps back. Um, and she says, yes, this, this is exactly what we've been looking for. This is the Horn of Plenty. Excellent work. And that's her, like, overcoming the thrall or whatever? I was gonna say, can I check to see what the fuck that was? (laughs) Yeah, give me a, give me a, I don't know. Insight? It's not, yeah, sure, insight, why not? Okay, yeah. I was like, maybe I should have said something else, but that's fine. <laughs> Ten. Twelve. All right, hang on. Insight? Insight's my best skill. Well, that wasn't good either, so sorry. That was an eight. Twelve. That's what I got. Uh, yeah, so... Just tell us we don't know shit. It's okay. You're not a jerk if you tell us we don't know shit when the best we do is a twelve. Twelve. Well, I think you know something, but not a lot. I'm trying to figure out how to put it into words. Um. Yeah, I mean, so it seems to you like she just handled a surge of power. Okay. Cool. I'm kind of grumbling, like I. Good for her. I did. I did that that well too. <laughs> sure, you did. Yeah. So, um. Your Radiance, Queen Langerlane, what are your thoughts on these here collars, and can I not have it, please? She, she, you know, snaps her attention away from the, the horn and says, Oh, yes, yes, uh, your collars. Well, before we do that, we have the brief matter of your companions. Our, uh, our because, well, our, our friends are there. Yeah, your friends are there from the ship. Oh, they don't not have Jadaline. collars, but thank you. Yeah, not Jadeline. She is dead as fuck. Kerchunked. If she shows up, that something very bad has happened. Yeah, uh, but no. Uh, yeah, there's the uh, the matter of your your companions. Um, and she turns to uh, your shipmates and says, uh, "What have you seen on this journey?" Oh no! And now can um. So like I'm pretty pretty familiar with Doc and who he is as a man. Can I just role play Doc here? Yeah, it saves me having to talk to myself. Cool. Um, these dudes are rad as fuck. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> let me show you how to dab. And then he- <laughs> you basically you can't you can't put McGirt's hand up him and use him like a puppet. He's his own. <laughs> he's his own man. Sure, no, you're right. I, I'll 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 role play him right. Uh, do, does he have a character voice? It's basically it's a old husky man voice. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do like McGirt, but deeper for him. Sure, great. <clears throat> it was rough on them, the seas, but uh, our captain saw us through. We we lost some folks, and that that weren't no good, but. We made it home safe, and we made it home with a great treasure. Oh. Yes, I suppose we haven't even taken a look at what was on the ship yet. Well, hmm. Why would ye? It's our ship, eh? He's really piratey all of a sudden. He's pirate. I just, I'm trying to make sure I'm differentiating from my other character. 
I do appreciate that. I do appreciate that. I'm getting, you're right, I'm you're getting right. lightheaded doing this voice. Can though. I be Nedman? <laughs> Can I be Nedman? Sure. I have a little tiny dick. I'm Nedman. <laughs> Sam, I was making a joke. <laughs> Never mind. I don't want to be anybody. <laughs> I want to be Sam. I'm mean. Nailed him, dog. <laughs> Nailed him. <laughs> Dead to rights. Uh, yeah, so she says, mm, that's true. You have been on this voyage, and I suppose uh, what is on this ship is yours. But I really made no promises to you, and it would be best if folks didn't get the idea that there was something to go out hunting out there. So if you don't mind, and uh, she focuses some of that energy that she seemed to have been, you know, channeling, uh, and redirects it onto your companions. Um, she says... You've had a magnificent voyage, you found treasure on an island, and now you will be glad to spend it peacefully here in the city. And uh, they all kind of seem to agree with each other, you know, they, they nod, you know, bemusedly. Ah, uh, this doesn't and, feel uh, awful good. It doesn't this, feel good. This feels like such a trap, but also I think Doc would be like, hell yeah, dude. I, mean, I think that's what most of the, I think that's what basically all of them are going to do anyway, which is the only reason why this isn't like objectively evil. But it is well, not Yorin good. It is authoritarian. Well, Yorin likes to adventure. Hmm? Yorin likes to adventure, like, out on the seas. He's terrible at it. He should stay here. <laughs> he did not do great out there. Can we, like, can I, like, try to perceive if she just did something to them? Oh, they definitely, uh, she definitely did something. I know, but, like, just trying to play this game and roll dice. What What is uh, Arcana oh, or something like that? Yeah, yeah I, I'll do a, an Arcana, I guess, when not? Yeah. Do our give me Arcana checks. Well, I got a four. I don't know why I try to roll the dice. Really, I got oh, a I got seventeen four. plus zero. Nice, seventeen. Good job. Good job. Uh, yeah, McGirt. So you um somehow you know, gain insight to the fact that that she's using this immensely powerful horn to augment her her really you know advanced and focused magic. So. She already has the power to, to, you know, do complex spells and stuff like this. But now she's, like, turbocharged. So she has reached out and modified their memory. Um, and they they are unaware of the fact that they've discovered the Horn of Plenty. That's probably okay. Honestly. I'm very surprised to hear you say that, Mary. I was, I was, I was ready for you to be like, take her down, motherfuckers. And you're like, nah. I mean, it is like a dangerous piece of knowledge to have. That's true. So I'm not Gretchen. <laughs> no, but but um, you're not Gretchen, but you are Zan, and Zan doesn't do great with authority. And this is kind of authority being like, "Hey, listen, I know best. Shut up, you." Which I don't feel like Zan would be into. But it's not me. Yeah, I think this this is. Like, if nobody's messing with Zan or her loot, she doesn't care. <laughs> or Betsy. I McGirt gently shoves Betsy. <laughs> I stab you in the knee. <laughs> yeah, uh, go ahead. None of that happens. Go ahead and roll damage. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm at max HP, so I think I'll be okay. I refuse to let any of this happen. Wait, am I rolling an attack or rolling just damage? I, I think uh, you roll damage. You got me. I'm, you got uh, me. I'm, I'm, close by, I'm close by, so you can, I guess you get sneak attack. 
seems too mean. Okay, hang on. I guess I have to. One second. I guess I have to. Uh, so it does 12. 12? Okay. Plus 12 I'll, piercing um, damage with a little dagger. I'm down to 30 HP, which I think is probably fine, but just so everyone knows, I'm down to 30 HP, and I'm like, I can't wait for us all to get killed starting this fight because Sam has 12 to your HP for no reason. <laughs> That's a pretty light roll on a stab and sneak attack. Like I think Sam got off lucky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I did roll. I, did. I rolled a bunch of twos on my d sixes, so yeah, you I got lucky. Out on that one. Now, how am I supposed to work this into the scene I was building, you guys? No, I, this is like a, an evil strike one for me. I think this is like I can see why you might have values that would make this okay. I don't know though. This feels like it's kind of crossing a line. We're definitely. So in this a, is a strike in a, one. This is a strike one. We're definitely in a lesser of two evil situation because, I mean, I've been suspicious of her all along, but what she's doing now is a lot less evil than what Jokas was doing, which was like, do this thing or I'll kill you and also probably I'll kill you anyway. So like, as compared to that, this is like, oh, wow, what a nice lady. This is true. I trust her judgment a little bit more, but maybe it's like a Donald Trump versus like more intelligent authoritarian where like Joe Cass might have been a big dumb moron who we could have beat really easily. And now we've created an enemy that we can't stop. I didn't Uh-oh. I didn't get the impression that he was a dumb dumb. But maybe but I, he was. Also, we didn't deal with him for that long, though, so I guess we can't know. But yeah, also, though, we don't have to worry about our heads getting blown up because someone else won, at least. Like we're actually saving everyone's life because if we were to bring that horn back, the other guy, he would immediately kill all the other collared people in theory. That's such a good point. What do you think? Is that like ten thousand experience points? Uh, Tyler, sorry, I don't like. I don't mean to put words. <laughs> How much XP do I How get? How much XP do we get for stabbing the girt in the leg? These lives and doing a great job. You what? know what? That's a great. That's actually a good point. Um, I don't know that you get any XP for saving these people's lives, but like, if this was a video game, you just you just handed in the quest item. You know what I mean? I do think you should get some XP. Um, hmm. Call it 50,000, maybe 60. And- yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Let me let me look something up here. Just like um look up the the XP for like a golden dragon or something and that seems about right to me. Like two or three of those. Yeah. I mean, how many people can a golden dragon even kill in a single day? Like, you'd get tired. You'd have to sleep. Like, at least I'm, eight. I'm thousands, probably. Just give it a stat block. But, uh. <laughs> An ancient I mean, gold right. dragon is <laughs> 62,000 XP. I don't think I'm going to give you 62,000 <laughs> <laughs> What's the CR on one of those? What's the CR on one of those? Like, what do you have to do to earn it? Like, how, how uh, It's probably like 20? 24? Oh, my God. <laughs> Sick. I will uh, give you, I don't know, I'll give you uh, 2,500. I'll take it. Sweet, thank you. Yep. Um, and so we're like suspicious, but also there's like no explicit threats going on so far, right? There's, I'm oh, sorry, Tyler, you can answer that. Yeah, no, I mean. Uh, you're kind of in the middle of a conversation. You asked about the collars. She said, oh yeah, hold on one sec. So yeah. she, like, well, nobody's pointing. Yeah. yeah, nobody's nobody's threatening you. There are a lot of people around and you were, like, escorted in here, but everybody was friendly while they were doing it. And she just seems like 
weird and aloof like she was last time. I mean, honestly, so it doesn't seem do? that weird to me that she is trying to wipe the memory of the horn from their brains because it is like a very dangerous item. You'd, and think, you'd item. think she would at least talk to somebody about it. It's, I don't just, know. it's a weird thing to do unilaterally. I guess when you're a queen, she is a queen. When you're a queen, you get used to like just doing shit because you feel like it. But yeah, it's kind of. It seems like you're afraid of female authority, kind of. <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh, I guess let's see where this goes, and then we can we can play it by ear. If it gets objectively more evil, we can. Yeah, we can yeah. Reconvene, reconvene. Like I feel like there's a lot of levels that she could still get to. See, Mary, now you've activated your trap card, and I just have to, like, not talk for the next eight minutes. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> now he's reevaluating everything he has said during this recording session. Oh, well, there's a you beast. That was, that was the actual sneak attack damage. <laughs> Dog got locked in here, and I don't know how long he's been in here. <laughs> I'll he's, be right back. Okay. I'm gonna kick him out. I'm just, I'm just gonna wait. I have a cat. <gasps> Sam showed us his baby, and Zach showed us his dog, and I've showed you my cat. Mary, you gotta go get Senor Tesla and hold him up in front of the camera. <laughs> 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 uh, he's not actually here, so I can't. Also, he wouldn't let me anyway. I have this little, I have a little like troll that sits on my desk. He's got teeth. I don't like that. I don't <laughs> he, like that. He might be haunted. My grandma no. got him in Europe. No. Why is he all spooky looking? Because he's Why? from Europe. I don't know. Because <laughs> he's he's supposed to be the Jew. <gasps> Our noses don't go up like that. Is that's he? true. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just okay. kidding. But that's no, that's terrifying. What is that for real? I don't know. It is something my grandma bought like a million years ago. It's one of those things like she had a set of these little troll guys in her house forever and then she passed away and then i was like hey can i have one of those and everyone's <laughs> like yeah whatever and so dude, i have it now dude people make fun of millennials for avocado toast but like a generation of people had like crystal unicorns and like collections of troll dolls yeah. and like it's you true. can't eat those pet yeah. rock pet rock chia pet do you know do you know where where in europe she got that from transylvania uh, probably no my mom would know I will okay. circle back on this All right, question. Cool, 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 I could probably cool. text my mom if she might tell me. Hang on. You can continue. All right. Uh, yeah, so they're, they're your companions. They just kind of wander away, basically. Hi. <laughs> there goes my hero. <laughs> Watch <laughs> as he goes. <laughs> uh, talking about Nedman, of course. Or Ran, maybe. Definitely Ran. Definitely Ran. So um, she turns back to you and says... Oh. She turns back to you and says, um, so yes, your, your collars. I am sure with this energy focus, I will be able to break this spell, but it, it may be a couple hours. Uh, we have rooms for you here. Um, please, uh, Rilf, who I believe you know, will show you to your quarters. And uh, you'll know as soon as I have broken the enchantment. Do you like need to look at it? Uh, I studied you last time when you were here. Uh, th this is more about redirecting magical forces. All right. Well, uh, thank you for your help. Thank you for your help. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm ready to walk. I guess I just yep. look to Rilf and I'm like, huh? Yeah. So uh, Rilf uh, 
takes you to uh, some uh, nicely appointed uh, chambers um, and uh, says, uh, you're free to wait here uh, while uh, the queen works her enchantments. Uh, If you desire anything, just give a holler and we'll have something brought to you. Ale. Thank you. You got it. Two creme de la milks. Uh, I will. I will look for those. <laughs> look enough. McGirt, you want anything? <laughs> he wants four creme de la milks. Oh my! And he he scurries away. That's six total. <laughs> so uh, yeah, they're they're uh, nicely appointed chambers. I mean, they have doors, but Rilf hasn't locked you in or anything like that. There are no guards posted. Um. They haven't really told you where anything is, uh, but it doesn't seem like you're being held against your will or anything like that. You're chilling. Okay. Do we think it's a bad idea to drink anything that gets brought to us, like, just in case? It's kind of a bad idea to drink a creme de la milk, regardless. Like, I disagree, <laughs> but we don't need to get into that right now. Uh, <laughs> but... I mean, I'm, I'm just wondering if it's like, if we're still not totally clear on like how this is going to shake out, it might not, it might be good to not like eat or drink anything that we're not going to like prepare ourselves. So I think we can just get them and then dump them out if you want to do that to Rilf. I feel, I feel, sorry, I feel bad about this Sam situation, how he's not talking and he's count, keeps counting down the minutes. Like Don't minutes. bring attention to it. Okay. <laughs> He doesn't know what to do when he's not yelling over everything I try to say. <laughs> it's a nice break. I'm getting to set the scene and everything like that. I told you about the room, you know? Is there, like, a fireplace in here? For sure. Okay, I want to set the fireplace up to, you know, have a fire in it. Yeah. And I, I want to sit there with Betsy and, like, sharpen all of my knives and stuff in case we have to, you know, fight. Okay, sure. Uh. Yeah, yeah, um... She, she, this is, it's like, I think I mentioned last time, it's kind of sandstony, I think I said. And so she, she climbs up on the sand, curved sandstone roof of this room and, and settles down, chittering quietly. Settles up. Settles upside down. There we go. <laughs> we both win. Yay. Cool. Yeah, I'd like to just like post up and like meditate kind of behind the door, like the way the door would open, like such that I would be behind the now open door. Uh, just in case I'll just sit there and kind of like keep a listen out for people come into the door. Okay. Uh, well, after a little bit, uh, you do hear, uh, footsteps at the door. Um, it's Rilf. He, he comes back and, uh, he has an ale and, uh, several, what, what was it? Six, six yeah. creme de la milks. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, here you are. Uh, thank you, Rilf. You can just put those down right over here. And I just kind of gestured like a little end table. Yep. And he he does. Sweet. Uh, thank you, Rilf. Thanks. Yep. And he, he, he leaves. Uh, can I detect traps on the drinks? Sure. <laughs> give me a, I actually don't know how to do that. Give me some hot perception. It's a perception check? Uh... Uh, I got a 14. Uh, there are no, uh, traps on this drink. <laughs> I'm gonna take a little sip of my ale. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. 
Um, I, I think McGirt takes a sip of his as well. Um, and uh, neither of you have uh, feel any any weirdness with your beverage, except maybe a little gas from McGirt. McGirt rips a big old burp. It's a lot of dairy. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> it didn't help that he double fisted those creme de la milks. Yeah, all, so. all four of them at once. Yeah. No, it doesn't seem like it's poisoned or anything like that. You feel fine. I mean, I have vials of poison, so I could poison them. That's true. Just I guess. Case. Guys, Just... if, we, if we want to poison anybody, let me know. I could get Rilf back in here and be like, hey, do these taste fine to you? And then, boom, it's poison. Do you <laughs> do that? We could just give him a Stone Cold Stunner. Is that what you want? Not yet. Alright. I, I was the captain for a long time, and Heavy's the head that wears the crown. Can one of you guys be in charge? I'm sleepy. Ugh, damn it. We're off the ship. Back to normal land-based McGirt. Captain McGirt is dead. Long, <laughs> long, long live, live Captain normal McGirt. McGirt. Oh no! Honestly, you probably should go lie down. I did stab you in the leg. I'm sorry about that, but you shouldn't hit Bessie. She's very sensitive. I, I assume I had it coming. I don't know, and also I'm not allowed to think because I'm normal, McGirt. Yes. I like how you're like Kevin from the Office. Like McGirt is like pretty much just Kevin from the Office. I can see you making yeah. chili and spilling it on the carpet. And trying to sloop it back in. <laughs> yeah. That's the gonna... saddest episode. That, that's the opening of The Office that made me the saddest, like, by far. Like, <laughs> yeah. In the end of the opening gags. I was like, that is pathetic. <laughs> that's really fun. Did you, did you see the one where uh, Michael hangs himself? No. No. It's all subtext. It was... No, no, it was, it was, it's a, I don't even think it's a Halloween episode, but, like, the opening is at Halloween and they have, like, a haunted house. And at the very end, like, Michael looks like he's hanging himself. And then, like, broadcasted originally, and then whoever it was, NBC or whatever, was like, that's that's fucked up. We can't do that anymore. So it's been, like, removed from all the streaming and stuff like that. And you, you, you gotta look for it. <laughs> you gotta also, if anyone, if anyone cares, I know where the little, this little spooky carved troll is from. He is from Norway. That makes a lot of sense. You guys see Troll Hunters? It's actually a really good movie. I've seen it. I have not. I've seen Troll 2. Yeah, me too. But isn't Troll Hunter like a surprisingly good movie? It's better than you think for a movie called Troll yeah. Hunter. It's like competent. 100%. 100%. Do we lose Sam? He hates trolls. Uh, no, I'm here. Oh, okay. You good? Probably. There are probably some boobs somewhere in the he's, background. He's probably breastfeeding, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm good. I just I don't want to talk about trolls, so I just was trying to hide my video and audio, and you guys drew attention to it. And uh, that's not on me. Well, it's weird that you didn't want to talk about trolls um, because uh, un- unbeknownst to you, your glasses actually turn into trolls and they start scampering around. No, they don't. They I was don't like, do it's just unbeknownst to us? How would we not beknownst to that? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you telling if it's unbeknownst to us? <laughs> I don't even wear glasses. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. That's pretty good. So, um, <clears throat> it's like, have you ever seen a chicken strip? I've never even seen a chicken wear clothes. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so it, it, it takes a while. Like, McGirt, I'm, you take a nap, whatever. It's like middle of the night. You're all sleepy. Uh, Landron's meditating or whatever. 
Um, but Rolf, Rolf comes back and, and knocks on the door and, uh, and says, uh, she, she would like to see you. Can I clarify for the resting part? Does that count as a long rest? Cause I did stab McGirt and I feel kind of bad about that. Short rest? Yeah. Long rest? What is a, what is a, what is a, what, is there a definition of long rest? I think it's, Probably. Like, it, I think it's eight hours. That's fine. It can be eight hours. I don't care. Neat. Thanks for the HP. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't really matter at this point. Um, Tyler's so clearly it doesn't, it doesn't matter before with, the final boss fight with our shenanigans. He's just like, can't just take your HP and leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he he yeah, Rolf summons you and uh, takes you back to uh, the throne room. Uh, Langerlane is sitting there looking uh, tired, a little drawn, a little um, rusty. I would say no, not that way at all. Like Blanche <laughs> Dubois McGirt's laid out now. on a Davenport. This, this, she looks a little bit like an Argonian maid, but you know. There's <laughs> one there's one thing that McGirt is good at, and it and it sounds like he's uh sidelined for this mission. There's one thing McGirt's good at. Are you implying he's good at seducing powerful women? Yeah, man, I should have had him slanging dong this whole game. That's Yikes. that's yeah, apparently well, what's what he's good at. Roll to slang dong. Four, and four. <laughs> That's a good roll for me. <laughs> four hours, baby. Oh. oh man, my girl's gonna need a Gatorade and some lotion. I, I wonder. Need to go to the hospital. How uh, how calloused are McGirt's fingers? I would have to imagine quite calloused. I mean, he's okay. a he's a, an accomplished pit fighter. Are they really like spread out thick? <laughs> yeah, they have to be, right? We talked about this on the podcast, on the other podcast. Exactly. Yes, Zach's got it. Um, so, uh, yeah, she's looking she's kind of drawn, haggard, tired. Um, but she says, uh, "I, I believe I am almost there. Uh, I just needed the collars in the room for this last bit of magic." And uh, focuses, and the the light grows in the room without an apparent source and you feel a constriction around your neck and it gets tighter and tighter and tighter and then poof the collars are gone i dab violently free and i jump just kind of take a what like a little washcloth that i take it from the room and i wipe the inside of my neck off like i just like start washing (laughs) some parts there's definitely gotta be a stink there like i'll even find when I forget to take my watch off and I have it on for, you know, 36 straight hours, when I take it off, there's a definite smell there. So having the same collar on for, I'm not really sure how long it's been, but at least weeks, months, probably. Yeah. Probably months. Like, there's gotta be a smell. Uh, yeah, it smells like old pennies. <laughs> the way you said that is so funny. It's because he had because he had a half of a weed in his mouth. <laughs> it's pennies. <laughs> I was, it actually has nothing to do with that. Uh, it's from Comedy Bag Bag. Scott's two daughters want to get into acting. It's like, what do you want to eat? I don't know a bunch of rusty old pennies. And that's what I was doing. So okay, that's the peek behind the curtain. Um. But yeah, it does smell like a bunch of old pennies under there. <laughs> uh, so uh, Langerlane looks both, uh, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Exhausted, accomplished, relieved, accomplished, 
but also Seduced. a little bit perturbed. And mm. it's probably not just because the room all of a sudden smells like old panties. Good. Um, she says, well, clearly I got the collars off of you, but whoever put that on, I, I think they know I've removed them. I wasn't completely successful in preventing the, the vibration from going out. I think they're aware. Oh, that was like, that was Joe Cost. Mm-hmm. So. Cool, what if like I put my glaive through his brain? Would that fix it? Uh, yes, I think it would. Uh, you guys, I have an idea. It's is it putting your glaive through Joe Cost's brain? Dude! And I put my, uh, my hands around my head and it's like my mind is totally blown. By like, you have psychic powers now, and I'm like, fuck, why haven't you not been using psychic powers this whole time? Because, dude, how did you know that? It's it's interesting you should say that. Uh, I have to imagine he will move to strike us now that he knows what has been going on. I say we take our ships, our sailing fleet, and send them up the river towards Solas. Uh, strike him before he can take us. As I mentioned last time, we've seen what the humans have been doing with this empire. It's time for somebody else to take the lead. Well, so... Well... My mental map of this continent or whatever doesn't have, like, a river between Amadel and Solus. Is my mental map incorrect? Uh, yeah. So, it's not a direct link, um... But, and I think we, I mentioned this way at the beginning, uh, Solus sits on a hill overlooking a big river that runs through the plain, and that river eventually makes its way down to Amundel and feeds into the big, like, harbor bay down there. Mm-hmm. You saw some of it while you were on the, the airship, also. Well, that was... Remember, thinking. you could you could either take the airship or you could have hiked, like, you could have booked it down to the river and taken a... A barge down and taking the airship to amadel or sorry not to amadel obviously to solace isn't an option i think the airship went back to what was that city called duaro duaro yeah what if we yell really loud hey you guys don't how do you know what his schedule is he could be back you duaro, didn't check. get over here uh, i i i put but, i put my yeah, my hand no. Over my brow, so I can look around for an airship. Do I see an airship? You are you are in a throne room. Well, so I, I see like the ceiling and the walls. Right. No warship, you guys. No airship at all. So preemptive strike sounds bad. I think maybe still justified. I think we're still riding a line. I mean, like <laughs> the. This Landry's internal monologue of like why he shouldn't attack her. I love like, Landry's internal monologue. I would read a blog that was just Landry's internal monologue. Well, it's just like I'm. I'm just trying to figure. out. I feel like we could. I, I'd like to. I guess try to convince her that there's another way to do this. Because I think one, a whole fucking army going up there is going to be super conspicuous. So I think the angle I'm going to try to take is that like maybe a small strike team could go get into the capital more easily than a whole army and they could follow behind. Like we could get a head start. And then basically if we get busted, if nothing else were a distraction and then like maybe they're pulling people off the walls, whatever, it might be an easier battle for the elf army. But what my hope is, I guess, is that we can 
figure out some way to like resolve this on our own. Cause like, I think we can convince Draven not to be a dick and get him in a public place being like, I promise not to be a dick. We'd be like, sign a treaty done and done. Like we'll use the horn for everybody. Human kingdom yeah. expansion doesn't go south versus like elves take over everything. Like bene- this benevolent dictatorship still feels a little funky. There's... It does feel bad to just a whole cloth be like, all oh, the humans have to die now so all the elves can live. Also, I think you're right, Zach, in like the proposal of some kind of peace because like, oh, we have the horn now. Everyone's suffering because of this famine. There's no lack of resources can, like, anymore. Share. Yeah, there's no lack of resources anymore. So we can just all have some. There's no way we get Draven on board for this if Jokas is still on the board, though. Maybe we right, might like we... get on board with it if we if she comes off of this like peaceful, generous queen of the elves who's like you know helping the people all eat. When if Jokas is like, I'm gonna go to war with them, like he won't have the people behind him. I don't know that she's interested in peace, though. I think like she feels like she has the trump card. Mm-hmm. She's looking to take control. Okay, can I talk to the queen? Sure. Uh, Your Highness, and I bow. Yes. What question? What about peace? Peace is a lovely idea. Uh, yeah. And it is, of course, the ultimate goal. But I've seen 900 years of human rule of this kingdom, and... I can count the number of years of peace, you know, on two hands. But, I mean, everyone has suffered from the famine. You have the power to end that now for all people, not yes. just yours. And and we will. I'm not suggesting we let anybody, you know, to the north of us starve. There will be food for humans and dwarves and elves and gnomes. But there will be an elf hand at the wheel, finally. But what if you, like treaty for it instead of killing more people you've already lost so much from the famine and the you know the wailing spears which we got rid of you're welcome hmm diplomacy would be a possibility if there was a leader we could trust and be assured to work with um your majesty uh thank you but um I, I think perhaps uh, the young emperor Dravid might be such a ruler. He hasn't really had a chance to prove what kind of man he'll be. Um, what if we, uh, the you know, the three of us, head back to Solus, maybe just what a couple days ahead of you know your fleet. We can work on our own to potentially extricate Dravid from Jokas' influence through one way or another. Um, I.e. kill Jokas, for sure. Or, you know, reform him. You never know. Uh, Reform him into the ground until he's dead. Yep. Yeah, reform him into a a statue because I've carved into him to make art. Okay, well, we'll workshop that. Or like a a thick paste. We could make him Mm, into a thick paste. Yeah, then we can make pottery out of it. Well, once he's a thick paste, he's yours. I, I... at that point, uh, you know, whatever. Oh, whatever. we're getting off track. We're getting off track here. Um, so As long we're as making... we're on the same page about the thick paste. And I'm going to make a pot out I of his body. promise we can do it. We've, it might not seem like it, it, it'll work, but we've taken down the Wailing Spears. 
Um, we've sailed farther than any living person has sailed and found fabulous treasure and seen terrifying horrors and come out on the other side. Um, you know, I know that my companions might seem uh, variably stupid, boorish, annoying, I ignorant, <laughs> very xenophobic, other phobics. Um, it's monstrous. weird that you only said words that apply to McGirt. Yep. Well, um, no, hold on. In fairness, sorry. he did say xenophobic, which mostly applies to him. Uh, you know, uh, ignorant, uh, arrogant. Uh, but I will say uh, that with ri- these rippling, two, muscled, etc. With these Adorable. two, uh, the three of us have accomplished uh, amazing things somehow, in spite of all these failings. It just, it just, it just seems to work uh, when we really put our heads together. So, I think if you trust us to go in there and you know, get Draven on board. So you can come in, you can sign a treaty guaranteeing perhaps a council, uh, 50-50 humans and elves to govern the continent, maybe pull some dwarves in from the uh, airship city, which Landron remembers the name of, but Zach does not. Dwaro! Yeah, yeah. I thought that was the guy, <laughs> not the city. Who was the guy? Who no, the guy, the guy is something else. Ooh. His name was Senor Slippery Tunnel. I know he sounded like Mickey Mouse when he talked. He sure did. His name was Bottles. Oh, Bonald? Bonald I just got there. Bonald equals Zeppelin guy. Sounds like Mickey Mouse. So, yes, perhaps some sort of international council of humans, elves, and dwarves. Um, You know, since you have the horn, you could probably negotiate the elves an extra seat compared to everyone else. Uh, Maybe a 3-3-4 situation, just for an even 10. That'd be nice. Um, But let us try it out. Worst case scenario, we get arrested uh, and killed, which was going to happen to us anyway uh, without your help. And maybe we serve as a distraction uh, for your army that's coming up the river. Yes. Uh, I would meet with this Dravid. If you bring him to the table, I will be there. That is the most I can promise you. Very good. Thank you. Sweet. Well, well yeah. See, uh, we will begin gathering our provisions and and. My fleet, be assured, will be sailing north. Uh, you can see Rilf, and he will provide you with provisions. I suggest you set out soon, so you maintain that distance ahead of us. Yeah, can we? Do we have your leave to take our own ship up the river ahead of you? Um. Yes. Uh. Sure. Wait, can we operate that ship without our crew? Because I'm concerned we can't. Well, we definitely can't. None of us know anything about ships. That was why we needed a crew. Okay, never mind. Maybe we do try to wait and see. Maybe we can find a schedule for the airship. We'll check a schedule and see if one lines up. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Uh, otherwise, yeah. we can we can try to get like a caravan or something. We could also just jog it out. Worst case scenario. Yeah, I have, a, I have a spider. You guys get a couple horses. Like, yeah, we'll just, you know, Lone Ranger it. I'm in great shape. <laughs> uh-huh yeah you've been eating nothing but nothing but fish and exercising on that boat you're long and lean brother yeah if he's been pulling the boat around actually mcgur's probably extremely swole right now yeah. i feel like McGurt, he's slanging dong he's there are like three a... things you should know about me i'm long and i'm strong and i'm down to get the friction on that makes sense uh <laughs> gross i feel like mcgur when he uses like when he's like pulling the boat i feel like he's using both like water walk but also that control water to like move his feet so it looks like he's like 
pulling really hard and working, but he's really just kind of like lifting his legs up and down as like the water moves everything. No, I definitely put the <laughs> rope in my mouth because I think that that's how I look the toughest. Mm. She's tied to your balls like that one guy in that one Ripley's <laughs> Believe It or Not from 1999. I, I don't believe it. What about the wiener? I saw a guy lift 20 pounds with his ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's classic Simpsons, Dave. You can't get mad at me for no, that. No, I'm just like, oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Can we wrap <laughs> this up? Because I, I want it to be Mary's turn to DM. So, like, let's uh, <laughs> let's put a bow on this bad boy. We just jump yes. off a fucking cliff. <laughs> yes, yes. So oh, God. We can, we can fade out you heading out with Rilf to, to provision up. everybody as always you can tweet at us at mystery underscore d8 and we will see you next week bye